Welcome to Catfish Weekly. Along with James Smith, I'm Wild Stokes. And James, we thought you wasn't going to make it. I didn't think I was going to make it either. <laughs> you had some internet issues, did you? Man, I love living in the woods, but sometimes the freaking internet drives me nuts. I understand. You know what? It's, it's kind of been like that hit or miss in town for us. We've had um, storms rolling in. I feel like what you was talking about here a few weeks ago, you was having storms all the time, and, and now we're having them all the time. Uh, it rained all day. I'm trying to get my old boat done, and I was telling Mark before this, before uh, you got, got your internet going, um, the metal around my windshield had pulled loose from me having the uh, canopy on it that goes for our enclosure, and I had to take it up to a guy, and you can't get gaskets for it, so he goes in there with that stuff that they glue them windshields in, and he fills that metal up and puts it on top of that glass, and it ain't coming off. Mm -hmm. The next guy that has, to, that has to repair a windshield for any reason, you know, I'm hoping that I ain't got nothing to do with that. Because, that windshield uh, adhesive some nasty stuff, too, buddy. <laughs> it's tough. It don't come off very easily, but it, it don't leak, and it does never pull back up. So we can get all that done. But I wanted to I wanted to go over one thing here before we get started. Um, we've switched podcast hosting companies. Um, the the place where we done for the last six years have done the hosting for uh, uh, our podcast, which is just the audio part of of our shows. Um, it got to the point where you had to upload the video and strip out the audio and then download it to Podbean and to find a, a place that you could strip that out um, it got to taking hours on in. I was up till 1, 2 o'clock every Monday night or having to wait till the next morning to make that um, better to get it out and it just got to be such a pain in the butt I, I went with a different hosting company. Now people, you can still go back to Podbean and watch all of the older uh, Catfish Weekly shows, or you can go to the new hosting company and watch it. They'll all be posted up on on uh, Catfish Weekly's public page, but they'll be posted up just like they always did. It won't affect anything. It's a great hosting company, and I want to thank Kevin for, for turning me on to them because I don't have to convert nothing. This new company, you, you download the video, and it strips it out automatically and does all that for you. You don't have to go through all that that bull. So it worked out really good. I seen something fly by here. We do have a tournament to announce at the end of the show live. Okay, you can do that now and then both if you would like. Okay, well it's uh let me pull it up. It's Junior Proctors, they having a tournament i told him that you know as long as they contacted us and let us know that we would announce it for them uh it is september the 22nd at monticello yeah monticello at at boat route 99 sign in is at 6 a.m that's in blair south carolina 29015 launch time 7 a.m Lines out of water at three. Weigh-in time is at four p.m. That's this awesome. is a Mid Carolina Catfish Club Catfish Tournament. Very good, very good. Since you brought Junior Proctor up, I got something in the mail from Junior the other day, and I was going to save this, but 
we're going to show them right now. And Mark, bear with us. We're going to get to you in just a second. These are from Blue Dog Fishing. Junior makes these planer boards. Ain't they something? But here's one of my favorite things about them. That's awesome. That is. These are really cool. If you guys are interested in a really nicely well-made planer board, contact Junior. He's in chat right now. He's on Facebook. He can hook you up with these babies. I got a pair of them. I am thrilled with them, and, and our boat is almost done. I can't wait to get on the water to try these babies out. They look amazing. He done a bang-up job. And I'm telling you, if you need a set of planer boards, you guys need to get a hold of Junior and get on them. Believe me, plexiglass bottoms, foam tops, nice snaps on them, and I really like these clips on the back. They're going to be easy to unhook your lines from, or set this up to where it breaks away and it'll just go back here. But you can take them off just so simply. This is the neatest looking snap that I've seen for planer boards, and I've been using planer boards a long time. So check Junior out. Check out his products. You're going to love them babies. Yep, I'm waiting on mine. He said he's getting ready to work on mine. He's waiting on the white to make mine the red, white, and blue. So that's cool. Talk to him today. And that is September the 26th, everybody. September 26th. Check old Junior's planter boards out. Try to make yep. this tournament if you're out there in the in the area. And now, right. without further ado, Mark, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. I was just going to say uh, I've been debating on which planter board, which first set of planter boards to get. Now I know I'm where who I'm going to call, Junior. He'll give you getting a message from me. I, I he'll do you a bang up job. I know that he's he's doing really well with them planter boards. I know they work extremely well. I've heard guys brag about how good they are. And I couldn't wait to get a set of them, and now I got a set of them. So I got to finish up about a day or so worth of work for quits raining long enough to get uh, get the boat ready so I can get out there on on Truman or Lake of the Ozarks and uh, and uh, try them out. Well, and his design also, them boards will pull out at very slow speeds. Yeah, that's that's the part that I'm going to like about them the most is that they'll pull out real slow because I like to go slow. Sonny Parker says, tell everyone to go comment on Betty Jean Cross's Facebook. Okay? I think he's talking about the 5,000 comment post. Hey, you know what? We all know Betty. That ain't, if she gets 10,000, her attitude's going to be there. And we'd all be disappointed if it was. We, we would, exactly. We like her just the way she is. And if you don't mind, Lyle, I'm going to say something about my post. I figured out what was going on. Okay. Since Donna had posted it up, and she's not on all these people's friend list, nobody got that notification. So what I'm going to do is let this thing run till Friday evening at 5 p.m. It's the auction, guys. It's on my personal page, James Smith personal page. If you're friends with me or not, you can go through and find me. It's got, I think it's got a picture of me and Donna on there. Uh, there's an auction going on that uh, all proceeds are going to the military, Gaston County Military Honor Guard for Reese across America. Please go check it out. We've got a lot of, we got some fishing equipment on there. A lot of red, white, and blue shirts like I got on right here, which are the Lula Rose shirts and leggings for the ladies. The red, white, and blue stars or stripes or whatever, you can check them out. You ain't going to find no better clothing. 
check it out. All the money goes to the Race Across America. So check it out, guys, and help them out. Help these guys out. Absolutely. We, we need to take care of our veterans. And these guys go to these funerals and stuff and, and thankless job. And a lot of them are really older guys. And they get only finance and they get to help them out is people like James that does things to bail them out. They don't get federal assistance. And unless somebody donates money to them, it's all on them. So anything we can do to help them out. And if you don't feel like doing it, check them out in your local area because there's honor guards all over the United States and they work together. They work separately, but they're extremely important for, for uh, people that pass away that's former military and we need to take care of them families. Yeah, this Reese across America, they do have a website, guys. The Reese ain't but fifteen dollars. Uh and if you don't have the money every year they ask for help to go out there at the cemeteries and put the Reese out. It's a good thing to take your children out there. Let them feel the honor of doing something for our fallen. So it's a great thing. It's a great cause. Uh every Christmas they put out thousands and thousands of Reese on the veterans' graves. So uh and it's a real honor. I, I'm telling you guys, it's a real honor to do and to give back what they give a little bit of what they give for us. That's right. Very important. Very Thank important. you. And Mark, I grabbed the wrong hat out of the way out of the house. I'm fighting with that internet. And Mark sent me a new hat like he is. Yeah, I fit loud. I don't I, but I got mine and uh, I grabbed the wrong one coming out of the house. I was That's okay. Internet fighting junk going on. Speaking of hats, I actually made three special edition ones. I sent one to Lyle, one to you, and one I'm going to auction off for your charity. So uh, keep an eye on my Facebook page. I'll make announcements in some of the online streams on where to take a look at it. Hopefully we can raise some money for, for your charity. Um, like I said, it's one of three. I didn't even keep one for me. It's just like this, except it's got an American flag on the driver's side. Uh, just to point it out, make it a little bit different. A lot of people have been wanting the hats. Figure if we can get a few extra bucks for the charity and I can help in any way, I, I'd love to do so. Man, that is that is way cool, Mark. We really appreciate that. And sure. uh, you donating one to be auctioned off to help the Honor Guard out, that is just an outstanding gesture. And, and I know that James appreciates it, and I sure do. Sir. And also get out and bid on those auctions, except for the skull, the red, white, and blue skull T-shirt. That's mine. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, yeah. if they don't want them, them bobbers, I'll, I'll bid on all of them. It'll make no difference to me. There you go. Yeah, there's a, there's a point. I got eight sets of bobbers on there and all kind of stuff, guys. So go check, check it out. out. And ladies, that's some beautiful leggings. And Sonny Parker bid on a set of leggings. Now, I, I need to ask Sonny, did he, did he bid on them for himself or for his wife? He bid on them for himself. That way, when he falls over in the boat, I'm afraid someone's going to win him and send him to poor Norm. You think he, he must have got jealous of Norm wearing his leggings, didn't he? Maybe. Norm did look good, though, I have to admit. I, even got, hey. I paid him five bucks in his live stream to see him again. Hey. But, ladies, these legs are the Lularo leggings. These are the leggings that started the legging craze. These are not Walmart leggings, I promise you that. Anyway, thank you anyway for helping guys and gals. I appreciate it. It means the world to me, and I know it means the world to the guys at the Honor Guard, anything that you can do. Absolutely. All right, Lyle, let's get started with Mark. Hey, let's good people. Do it. 
Absolutely. Mark, tell us how you got started with catfish and crappie. Um, I have uh, been fishing all of my life, on and off. Well, not on and off, but, you know, more actively at times than others. And in the last, like, seven years, I started fishing a little hard, more hardcore catfish in the last four years a lot more. Um, everybody kept telling me that I should start a YouTube channel. I don't, uh, my wife and I, we're not fortunate enough to have children. So, uh, I was trying to figure out a way to leave some sort of legacy, uh, whether it's through some, you know, writing, but I can't type without doing typos. <laughs> so I figured, I figured video would be the way to do it. So I'm giving it a shot. I'm also, you know, finding it, it it's different than fishing. I'm trying to start in a carpet, carpet. I'm putting in two different buckets. My fishing's in one, and the videos are in another, and I'm finding two good hobbies that I really enjoy. Um, that's pretty much how I got into YouTube. I've been a YouTube fanboy for a long time. I mean, I remember watching uh, Steve and uh, Chris and Catfish and Crappie a long, long time ago. I remember, you know, I had a family member in the hospital, and, you know, all them guys kept me company in long hours in a waiting room, so... Uh, it's it's been a pretty integral part of my life, and I'm glad that I'm you know starting to be part of it. You know, I'm going to stop things for just one second. We you know we try to announce throughout our shows some a bunch of the people that have YouTube channels uh, throughout our shows, and I, I wanted to a guy a guy that I see in here tonight that I don't think we've ever talked about before. It's jigging with Jake. He does some really fantastic uh, YouTube videos. I've talked to him. He's going to be a guest on our show here next month. So uh, if you haven't checked out his YouTube channel, now guys, don't don't think I'm singling any of you out. We'll get to all of you that we can get to a little bit later on in the show. But if I don't do things when I see it, I'll forget about it. And I want everybody to check this guy out because he does a bang-up job. He fishes for a lot of catfish, but he also fishes for some other stuff. And uh, he had a really good video last week where him and his brother uh, had a little competition between the two of them. It was really done nicely, and uh, I enjoy his stuff very much. So be sure to check him out and be sure to look forward to him uh, coming on our show here before long. I consider, I consider Jake a friend of mine. Me and him talk a lot. Uh, that last head, that last flathead video, I heard from him right after he caught it on via text. So me and him talk <laughs> quite a bit. He's a real good YouTube content creator and a heck for fisherman. So yeah, yeah I agree. And a really up. nice guy. But I just wanted to mention that. But we we do have a lot of guys in here tonight. We've got Kentucky Headhunters, Kentucky River Outdoor Adventures, Junior Proctor, Palmetto Cat, Sonny Parker, uh, Betty Jean Cross, LG Bass, Fishing with the Chad. Uh, see who else we got? Terry Lane, Steve Stan Smith. James Dockery, Avid Catfishers, Catfisherman, uh, Muskrat Adventures, Half Crazy, Michael Murillo, Maurice. Uh, Kentucky Catfishing, who's that? Reese and Fan Seeker and Setting yeah. the Hooks and Crossing Eyes, S. Smith, Terry Lane. We got right. a lot of great ones. Half Crazy Catfishing, I like that name. That's pretty cool. I do too. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> We want to thank all of you guys for being in here and all of you all of you that doesn't have a youtube channel welcome to the show if you've been guests before or been on in the, here watching us before thanks for joining us i see d's in here and chad's in here awesome to see everybody in here tonight mike green yeah, yeah 
Mr. Gadget. Mr. Gadget's been with us a while, too. Yep, Joe Buck. Yeah, they all have. Mark, I watched the video you had put out here a week or two ago, and you caught an absolute slob of a flathead. And if I if I understand this right, not only that fish, but most of the time, you're fishing by yourself. I fish, well, that has a lot to do with where I live. Um, I, I'm in a ur pretty urban, pretty populated area. The Fox River gets super busy. I, I, I don't know if I, I know you've seen that video of how close the boats come. That was at 1 in the morning, 12 at night. Oh, wow. Uh, fishing in a smaller boat's kind of hard. On the weekends, it's horrible out there. Um, and all my friends, you know, the, I'm fortunate enough to work for myself. I can make my own hours, so I can kind of adjust my work schedule around fishing at night during the week. They're at work. I can't, so, you know, I'm going to go out and fish whenever I can. Well, I understand that. And, you know, we fish Lake Ozark a lot. Lake Ozark is the number one tourist lake in the entire United States. So I can appreciate what you're saying about big boats in the summertime especially. Um, we also have Lake Ozark. We have Truman Lake and, and Palm de Terre and some other things. But the place I like to fish is on the small end of Truman or Lake Ozark. But uh -huh. that doesn't have as many pleasure boaters and guys. But you're right. right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't seem to matter whether it's late at night, early in the morning, midday. Them pleasure boaters have no mercy on fishermen. Nope, and not at all. The only thing that's more aggravating to me than than them big pleasure boaters are them guys on sea news. Oh, my gosh. They get, I don't know what it is about them, but they set me on fire. Well, there's a new class. It's those wake skate boats that are out there, though, the ones that they can fill up the ballast and drop the foil, the ones that like to – to surf behind the boats without any rope or anything, just kind of on the wake. They're they're they they beat jet skis out as far as wow. I can. They will rock your anchors loose on your daggum boat. Oh. It's and you know it's tearing up the shorelines. It has to oh, be. Yeah. Oh, I have to be. We got fishing and stuff in here tonight with us, Lyle. Who? Fishing and stuff, Keith. Keith, Keith. welcome. Man, they had a great video come out this week. Yeah. Great tiger musky we ain't seen no tiger musky in a while in here david martin fishing with the squirrel ray smith Ray, i need to get down to bull shows we haven't been down there in years and years and years and i think bull shows is probably one of the uh underrated lakes in southern missouri uh i know there's a lot of traffic on it but not near like lake ozark has and uh there's some great fishing and in, in bull shows well, tell us a little bit about catching that flathead, Mark, if you don't mind. I, uh, real quick story about that. It was, I, I just stopped like a work, a marathon work session. I'd worked like all night and all day trying to get some stuff done. And uh, I was kind of wired from working so hard. I'm sitting around the house at like one in the morning. I'm like, well, what are you going to do now? Let's go fishing. Hook the boat up, went out <laughs> to the river. I didn't expect anything. Threw the cameras in the boat, set everything up. I'm thinking, oh, I'll bring some, you know, shad, catch some channel cats, tire myself out, come home and sleep all day. Uh, lo and behold, I'm out there an hour, and bam, there, there he is on the end of my line. That's that's kind of the short of it. It's one of the things that just happened. 
that was fun because that was a daggum, like you said, Lyle, that was a house of a fish. What but before we get too far, Lyle, 57? we had some uh, we had some boat accidents this week. Uh, and yeah. I think we need some prayers on both on both sides. One set of boats got kind of lucky, the other set not so lucky. Uh, yeah, we do. Um, we need to keep the people in Ohio that had the boat accident um, in your thoughts and prayers. I, the last I knew, um, I haven't heard. I know they found uh, one of the people that was missing, but as far as I know, they haven't found the other one. So we need to, to remember to, to be thinking about those. And there was an accident. I'm not going to get into details and stuff because I'm not a whole bunch familiar with it and don't want to bring up names and stuff. Right. But uh, a Missouri tournament had an accident in it. Everybody, one guy's in the hospital, but everybody's going to be okay. Um, I do want to say that if you're out in a tournament or just fishing on foggy days, please pay attention to what you're doing. Don't run wide open or even half throttle or even a quarter throttle because you can't see and you're going to run into somebody at some point, and you're going to have problems. Uh, a friend of mine was involved with this that I've known for a long time, and he was okay, but it's probably going to total a brand-new boat nearly that he's got. And uh, we're going to have the tournament director and this gentleman on Catfish Weekly uh, to talk about boat safety and incidents that happen, whether they be in tournaments or, or not. Um, I don't know if we're going to make it in September or not. I'm pretty sure we're booked up in September. But if I need to move things around to get them in sooner, as soon as we can all three come together with a date, pardon me, we're going to do that because I think this is something that's extremely important and we all need to, to, be, to be aware of. But uh, keep the, the families in Ohio and your thoughts and prayers because, uh, man, we all love the water, we love the fish, and we love the sport. Uh, but accidents happen. Uh, sometimes they can be prevented. That's a, that's all I have to say about that. Sir, well, I didn't mean to interrupt us, but I did think we need to bring awareness to I, it. And I, I appreciate agree. it. I it slipped my mind, uh, and it's on my notes, but it still slipped my mind. So. Yeah, be careful out there, people. Watch your front, back, sides, everywhere. <laughs> you got to keep your eyes open. You know, yeah. Mark, Speaking of that, I'm going to tell you, Cindy uh, and I fished tournaments for a long time together, her and I, mm -hmm. uh, and a lot of people, uh, there was only three or four husband and wife teams for a long time that fished tournaments, and Cindy would get a little nervous when I used to run boats fast, and on takeoff is the main time that we run boats fast, the rest of the time yeah. we really don't, but she would turn her seat around and watch out the back of the boat because our tracker is not really fast. Now, some of the boats we've had are, was really fast, but and she didn't have to worry about it. She still turned around, but she would say, boat coming up on the right, boat on the left. There's a guy right behind you, right in your ass. You know, she'd keep me aware of what the surrounding was around us, and then all I had to do was pay attention to what was directly in front of us. But her and I was in a tournament in Louisiana, Missouri, on the Mississippi River, we left the tournament takeoff the same time everybody else did, and we got five miles out of from boat ramp, and it was just like a sheet. We run into fog that you couldn't see from one end of the boat to the other, and I popped out of the throttle, and we was idling along, and I could hear Doug Rice and my brother 
in two different boats. They're all around us. Everybody's talking, trying to figure out what to do. And I went over to the Missouri bank and we throwed out an anchor in shallow water and started fishing till the fog burned off. And the rest of these guys, they went to their spots. And gotcha. I thought, that, that's dumb. We caught some fish there, not winning fish, but we had we had fish. And when that burned off, and my brother's been on that river for as long as I can remember, and he was going up the Mississippi River, and when he, uh, he thought he went to the Illinois bank, and when the fog burned off, he was up Salt River, which is a tributary that makes Mark Twain Lake, and he ended up up that tributary. The fog was that bad. That bad, yeah. The nightly fog just kind of, you know, it creeps me out. I'll take my time and stuff, but it gets pretty bad. It just took the one time for me to hit a buoy not to do it again, you know? Yeah. It's a, it's a small river. The channels are tight, too, and then when that fog hits, you got to be real careful wherever you're at. And Cindy sounds like one heck of a co-pilot, that's for sure. I need one of them in my boat. She's all, I don't, you know, I've fished with a lot of guys and had, had success with those. I've had success with her. But she is very aware of her surroundings, and I know what she's going to do. She knows what I'm going to do. Makes it very pleasant. And when somebody gets in a boat and fishes with us, all they got to do is sit there because we already got the plan made before they ever get in there. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. But, you know, that, that would be like you and James fishing together for 15 years, and uh, you, you would learn what one guy, does, you know. Yeah, you either learn or you kill each other, one of the two. Well, we, I'm not saying we haven't had some of them times, <laughs> But you do, At you learn You learn each time. other's little quirks and little things, and so exactly. it makes the teamwork. It, it does, and, and that's, uh, uh, she's a great partner, and like I say, I've, I've fished with some really, some really cool dudes over the years and have had a lot of success uh, early on with them, and uh, but I'm saying when she said she wanted to fish tournaments, uh, pretty much the rest of it ended. You know, it was just her and I. Now, Mark, are you going to be chasing any tournaments on a tournament trail, or you just enjoy I, fishing you know, like I do? Or? I just enjoy fishing. I, I've considered doing tournaments and stuff. I don't. I don't have the boat for it, um, and you know, it, it's hard to get the schedule all worked out. I kind of, I'm a run and gun kind of fishing guy since I do, you know, my old thing for work. So whenever I get an opening to fish, I go fish. Sometimes it's hard to schedule that stuff out. Um, but uh, maybe, I'm not going to rule it out in the future. If I ever get a, a, a bigger boat, which I hope to after next season, um, we can go from, we can, we can figure it out then. That, would, that sounds like it's something I'd definitely like to experience, but I've never done it. No, everybody I think needs to experience it at least a couple times in their life just to, just to say that you've done it. And plus being around people that do it, you have a chance to pick up some great information on catfish. I I could I agree. I know a lot of the guys that fish the local tournaments here, and and uh, they're they're you know they have their wealth of information. A lot of nice guys doing it. Talk to a bunch of them. It's just I haven't you know went out of my way to be in one yet. Mostly because right. of the boat, but we uh, need to welcome our old buddy Dieter Melhorn. Just join chat. Hello, Mr. Melhorn. How are you? I have a, a really cool comment here from Sonny Parker. He says, what are your thoughts on a safety boat? I've been trying to get tournaments to have one. 
you know, this is a question all three of us can address here. I think that it's a great idea if you have enough people and it's a big enough tournament. Uh, we've done that in tournaments that I've hosted over the years. I was the safety boat. Um, we done that several times. If you if there's no issues that you have to worry about, you can run around and interview people as long as you don't get too close and make them mad and take pictures of everybody. I've done that. Uh, I think it's a great idea, Sonny, but everybody's not capable of doing it, and it has to be somebody that volunteer their their time and energy to do it because uh, tournaments, as a rule, don't make enough money to pay somebody to do that. What do you guys think? I, I agree. I mean, um, throwing another boat in a mix uh, can be a good idea. It can be a bad idea as well. I mean, there's one other ways, you know, that come to mind, GPS tracking and stuff. But then again, guys that want to give up their spots, you know, radio communications this day, you know, you're with that. What is it? The yellow app or yellow app, that every, yellow app that everybody uses, something like that. I mean, I think if they go about it in multi-prong approach, that it, it could definitely work. But, uh, you know, uh, there's always going to be boats that are willing to help, right, yeah. if there's an accident or something. Is it going to be safety after the fact? Are you going to have somebody out there trying to police a bunch of guys trying to win a purse? That sounds like a rough job to me. Yeah, it does. Um Dieter says he's been wearing his catfish and crappie hat and some videos. Bless his heart. I, I saw that. I woke up to go. I went fishing yesterday morning. Woke up, had my coffee, actually messaged Dieter to thank him for uh, wearing the hat. And uh, I go through and I watch my fishing videos in the morning with my coffee. And I hit Dieter's link and I, I watched it for a couple of minutes. And I'm like, wait a minute. He's wearing my hat. It was a very cool thing to see. It was very surreal. Thank Absolutely. you again, Dieter. I appreciate it. Sonny says he's volunteered his time uh, to, to be the safety boat. Thank you for doing that, Sonny. I hope some of them guys actually take you up on that. What's your thoughts on that, James? Well, I, I, I agree that, it, you know, they need to put it out as volunteers. And I understand what Mark was saying about people might be weary about giving up your their fishing holes or whatever. But maybe that's something that can be wrote into some of the things as far as the tournament itself and look guys we're going to have a safety boat no no if ands and buts about it we're going to have it deal with it or find another tournament trail to fish on because when it comes down to it if somebody says i'm in danger i need help sometimes you can have too much help in a confined area right Oh, yeah. You need somebody that can actually dictate where boats need to go to look for this, that, or the other. Do I need somebody to tow? Do I need somebody to look for, search for people in the water or whatever? Because if you got 10,000 boats coming to one area, because don't get me wrong, we're all going to want to help. If they say man in the water, we're all going to come to help. That's yep. true. Well, we don't need to run over that man in the water. <laughs> That's or, exactly right. Each other trying to get there. Exactly. Well, one of the things that comes to my mind is a lot of these guys anymore, they want to get away from the crowds. That's where the big, fast boats come in. They want to go as far as fast. As long as they're in fish, they want to get away from everybody. And a lot of them do that. Now, those guys, if they are in have a problem, you're just going to have to load the boat on a trailer and go find them because it would be faster to get to them by road a lot of times at another ramp 
than it would be to do that. But that's okay too, as long as you know know how the game's played, you can do that. But uh, uh, I, I still think it's the right thing to do, Sonny, and and bless you for uh, for uh, doing that and and offering that to these guys. Uh, I hope that, like I say, I hope some of them take it up, take you up on that. Um, I seen something in here. It's it's going pretty quick, and I missed it. Half crazy catfishing. You can contact Mark on his Facebook page, and he can tell you where you can purchase one of these catfish and crappie hats. You do have some for sale, don't you, Mark? I do have some for sale. I was going to hold on them until after I did the auction for the charity hat. Um, so we'll see how that goes. I'm going to give it. I'm going to okay. hold off for a couple of days. I okay, want to make sure yeah. we can optimize our our donation to the to the. Charity. This is one of the most popular hats, James, that I've seen in a long time. <laughs> yeah, it's it's unique, very unique looking. It's a nice. It's a well made hat. Uh, Thank you very much, guys. Yeah, it is. Sonny says the safety boat would stay at the ramp unless needed. I think that's a great idea, Sonny. That's a good idea. Yeah, really good idea. And yes, now we, we talked about fishing holes before. I know guys are very picky about their holes. Yep. But. Oh, yeah. What's there today probably won't be there tomorrow. And they might very well be, but let the weather change. I, I You know yourself. If you go into a tournament and you only got plan A, you've already lost. That's already. exactly right. So, you know, that's oh, the way I feel about it, you know. Ray, you just made my day. <laughs> I, I told Cindy I should have been a politician, and she just kind of rolls her eyes and heads out the other day. And <laughs> that, that, yeah, that's, that is, that's the most best compliment I could But I got to tell you, if you think – if you don't like Trump, you sure wouldn't like me. But that's what I get ready to say, Law. Be a drop in the bucket compared to the way I'd be in there. <laughs> yeah, they think he, they think, they think uh, Trump ain't politically correct. You wait, they run into me and you. I guarantee you, they are gonna be said, "Oh no." <laughs> that's a fact, man. <laughs> but thank you so much. <laughs> oh man. So what what have you got lined up for for uh, big videos coming up, Mark? I I'm, I'm working on a video right now. Um, like I'm working on a video right now. I'm waiting on a a, a friend of mine to come and at, he he lives in the city. He promised me he would act in this one. We're gonna try and throw together some silly stuff for it. But uh, I spent the the last couple of weeks chasing flatheads. It's been rough. Lost a couple ones. Uh, yesterday I went out with uh, uh, my friend Damien. And his two boys and we just killed the we 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 slayed the crappie and the channel cats i'm going to turn that into the video and uh go from there it should be a good one but i, I have like four hours of footage i got to go through try to pick all this stuff out and try to put it all together uh, the way I, I treat videos is I, I i come up with a game plan and hope the fishing you know complies Right. Try to get it to work. That try to piece the fishing into whatever video I have planned. So, can I ask you a question about your editing software? Absolutely. Do you use your phone to do that, or do you do it no. on a? You use a, a PC. I use a, I use a desktop, like a high end okay. desktop. I use a program name uh, called uh, Movavi that was recommended to me by Spencer over at River Certified. It's a uh, it, it does a lot of things. And it's not a monthly subscription like Adobe Premiere. 
Um, is it easy to use? Because it's, it's really easy to use. And from the first time I used it to like I'm on what, like my 12th actual video, I think I've learned a lot. I can get around in the tool really good. I'm starting to learn animation and stuff now with it. Very it's nice. not too bad. I, I consider myself a little more computer literate just because I was in the business for a long time. But I don't see why anybody who just doesn't sit down and, and kind of take it one step at a time, they can't learn it. it it's, it's pretty simple. Well, James, did, did you tell me that you do yours up on a computer? No, I do mine through my phone. I use iMovie. Uh, I, I'm very computer illiterate. Uh, yeah, me too. Uh, and uh, so iMovie is pretty simplistic. You don't have all the bells and whistles. Now, if I had a, a MacBook computer, you know, they got a little bit more up to date and better programming on that computer. But it's simple for me because actually I use two iPhones. I use my iPhone that I talk on, but I got an old iPhone that I actually use as a camera. I like it better than the GoPro because you can run it longer without having to worry about changing out the chips and all that other junk. And it's got a better camera on it than the GoPro does. Absolutely. Uh, you don't get that fish eye effect and it's i mean it's a pretty simple program it don't have all the bells and whistles but you can do slow-mo on it and you can do a lot of the other stuff i'm not tech savvy enough to separate my audio and my video mm -hmm. so you know it runs a pretty good program to run both of them at the same time i can tell when something starts to get off i can manipulate it enough there to keep it straight like when you go to do your slow-mo uh, so I have figured out, and it's pretty simple because I'm my I'm pretty much brain dead. So when time I come around to make another video, it's all new to me again. And with that program, I'm able to say, okay, that that's how I done that last time. That's how I done that. You know, now if I was doing you know every day or twice or two or three times a week video. Then I would pick up and get a little bit better, and I would say, all right, now I need to step up and say the program that Martin runs or a program that Dieter runs or program that somebody else runs. Yeah. But I don't. So for people that's just getting started, if you got an iPhone, iMovie is pretty simplistic. It really iPad, is. iPad, too. My, my niece makes, like, little movies on her iPad, uh, and she's done it for a while, and she makes stuff that's better than my stuff. On that, amazing. It has to do with youth, but the processing power is there. The software yep. is pretty, pretty, pretty robust. There's no reason why you can't do it, you know, on on your phone. An iPad is just better because you see a little. There's a little more, you know, uh, a picture for you to see, to view everything that's going on. But that could just be my old eyes too that are making me think. Well, that. and one thing about it, I've never seen or had any glitches in it. Yeah, they, they, you know, it's, it's like they've already got all the bugs worked out of it. You know, I'm one of these people. I like that kiss method. Keep it simple, stupid. And when you do that, then, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's right. right. I agree. As, as much as people don't want to admit it, the reason, you know, phones cost so much money and, and the higher end stuff costs so much money as far as phones and, and lap, not, not laptops, but like tablets and stuff is because that, that processing power is there. It, it works. You're, you're able to get stuff done. How often does your phone crash before it gets to the end of life? It really doesn't. And the stuff you're doing on it's pretty crazy. Everything from playing games, surfing the internet, and it's doing all of this at one time. You're banking, paying bills. Yep. 
that's that's pretty incredible to think. And these new cameras on these new phones is unreal. You know, uh, what is it? Uh, Hagen Grubbs. All he uses that iPhone 10, and he's got some killer graphics that come up in that iPhone. That camera is unreal. The wife's got one too, and it's crazy. Uh, yep. But you know, you pay for it because you ain't got just all. You got a camera, computer, game, and you got everything in that's one device. That's exactly right. I'd like to welcome Catherine McTaggart in the show, former uh, guest on our show. Um, Peeling drag catfishing has joined us, and I think I mentioned Betty Jean and Maurice Payson. Maurice, good Maurice. people. He supports us all. Yeah, he's a super nice guy. He's in everyone's stilly outdoors, too. Trying to Mr. catch everybody if I see him. Yeah, Michael Morello, David Martin. David Martin lives close to me. He was the first one to get some of my bobbers, Lyle. And uh, he was the one that turned me on about I didn't have my program. I didn't know on Facebook that if you don't go back and change some of your settings, People that's not on your friends list, they can see your stuff, but they can't comment in it. So I had to go back and also change that so people that wanted to come into the auction can make a comment. I thought, I didn't know it was set like that. I knew I didn't set it that way. I set it the other way. But when they had done their reprogramming, and I've heard they're getting ready to drop a new one on us, uh, it must have changed it back, and I didn't know. And my and david i appreciate you letting me know that buddy because if he hadn't told me that i've been saying well you know where's all these people's comments well they couldn't comment so appreciate it you know we all got to look out for each other on here live and that's exactly right that's exactly right you know but pretty neat and you know mark i was glad to see you come into this this very unique not just a catfish family, but kind of a YouTube family, too. It uh, is. I see Brandon's in here. I'm surprised Betty Jean let him in. You <laughs> <laughs> see, it's a, guys like him, they make me feel welcomed right there. I appreciate it. I really like being here. I really like all the friends that I'm making and the connections. Heck, I'm looking forward to going down to the Cascade fishing with Abbott and the rest of the guys in, eight, what, 18 days, I think the countdown is. I never would have been doing anything like that if it wasn't for this. So I'm you very know what? grateful. Everybody. Why don't you tell us about your adventures that you and Abbott have worked out to where you're going to be hosting. Abbott got switched, is my understanding, and he got left in a tough way, and you're going to help him out. Yeah, Abbott uh, um, has a live stream on Friday nights where we all hang out at. It's a great show. He He's the first one to put me on his, uh, on his live stream. He was the first one to do it. I was nervous as heck. He made me feel real comfortable, had a blast on there. I like to chime in whenever I can. Every now and then I'll do a hit and run just to give everybody a hard time. But uh, he had a gentleman at his work that took off like the next eight Fridays or something. So Abbott has to cover for him. Um, I asked him if he needed some help. I'd be happy to give him a hand. And next thing you know what, I'm hosting it for the next eight weeks. There so, you go. Uh, I'm going to be messaging some of you people to come on the show. Uh, I messaged a few people. I got a couple guests uh, lined up. But uh Hopefully we'll do that. I plan on doing. I plan on having Lyle on there to talk fishing rods. A um, couple of guests I have also set up. Uh, also plan on doing a uh, in in the spirit of Avid doing a wild bunch night, having just everybody come in and and, and go to town on each other. That I was a that lot was of fun. fun. It oh, really yeah. was. We have a new new guy in here. Field proven. Just logged on. Enjoyed listening. 
I lost it. Enjoy listening to the show. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much for joining Catfish Weekly. Hope to see you back in here real soon. Catfish fishing stuff says, uh, why have, well, I just, it jumped. Why have you found to hard skill to learn since you started YouTubing? That was fishing and stuff. Catfish and crappy. What he asked, I didn't hear that. My volume's turned out a little bit. Uh, <clears throat> what have you found to uh, why have you found that gummy to jump uh, to uh, hard skill oh. to learn since you started YouTubing? The, the uh, hardest thing was the, the, the actual camera work. I can I got technology I have just because I've been doing it for so long. The actual art part of it, you know, making things flow right, making things look right, getting, you know, my 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 message or my story that I want to get out there. Um, I, I'm starting to really get into how I want to make the video feel for people. Um, it, it's it's kind of a big undertaking, and I, I think I'm worrying a little bit too much about all that stuff now. So maybe my next couple of videos, I'm going to do a you know don't worry, be crappy approach to it. But I, I keep coming up with these ideas in my head that I write I write everything down. I need to sit down, pick what I want get the fishing to comply or use the footage that I already have to, 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 to bring this stuff to, to fruition. But yeah, it's the actual artistic part of it. You know what? I need to come up with a today kind of thing that for my website too. I, I really like to hear uh, uh, Keith say that. Betty Jean said the hardest part for her was no cussing. That's what I've been laughing at. <laughs> yeah, did you see my last video? I swear, and, and you know, Ryan uh, Setton Hooks told me I swear like this 10-year-old kid. That's because I'm trying not to cuss, so I end up saying words like, holy Toledo, this. I never say this. I never say this, Lyle. I have no idea where any of that came from. None. Dave Hep says, uh, what challenges have you had with YouTube? Uh, what challenges? Trying to keep content flowing. That's a hard thing. I never in my life expected it to take as long as it does to edit a video um, to, to, to get everything together. Um, when I'm getting my fishing stuff ready to go fishing, you could almost double it, getting all the you know camera gear and the mic together and all of that yep. stuff. It's it's a heck, but you know, when I got in there, I'm thinking, oh, I'll strap a chesty on and go from there. It's it's a little more than that. It's a yeah. lot more. You know, there's the back end processing. A thumbnail takes me an hour to get just right. Um, leveling the sound out in a video. That's something, if you look at my early videos, which is not that long ago, my sound is terrible. I'll be the first one to admit it. And after watching a lot of resources and stuff online, I looked at that's just not good, and I had to force myself to learn, you know, how to make the, improve the sound quality. Spending the money on the equipment, that, that was a little more than I had planned on doing as well. Yeah. Um, well and audio, audio can really kill your video. Yep. And uh, audio is probably as important or more important than the video itself yeah because i can watch something that's kind of crappy you know a foggy film or whatever but now if the voice is you can't hardly hear it you got to turn the volume up or it's real scratchy or it's yeah. it, the wind is tearing it up the whole time it's wind hard is to an issue. wind is an issue for everyone that does outdoor yes. video work uh one thing right quick if you guys like what we're doing, please hit the thumbs up, like, and subscribe to us, and and go and join our Facebook page. We're trying to get as as much going as we can. Uh, 
with the podcast and all the stuff, we had some complaints on that. It's why we another reason why we switched podcasts uh, hosting companies, and it's worked out really well. And I'm glad you all enjoy them. But uh, we need to get our our stuff of in front of more people. And the way we get our stuff in front of more people is subscriptions and thumbs up and comments on our videos so you can tell that you like it so we appreciate everything that you guys do and it only takes a second folks to do that and it means the world to james and i yes sir uh now mark back to the the wind noise real quick before i forget sure um one one hint that i was told and given that i I look um get an external mic if you can turn the gain all the way down and then in post production, you can turn it up, and you'll 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 see that you know wind or heavy breathing isn't there. Right. That, that, that's my tip for the day as far as sound goes. That's that a works great one. That, that's a great one. Creole mm. catfishing says the hardest part for him is to not blocking the camera during the action. Yeah. <laughs> I watched I the video. Is just about when I got done mowing the grass today when he was going through his boat and all these equipment stuff nicely done there's another great channel for you guys to go out and check out it's creole catfishing he does a lot of fishing with his family his wife and his children and uh very good quality stuff uh they don't keep any big fish but they keep some smaller eating fish was correct way to do it uh, yes, i think he's from louisiana if i remember right but nicely done on his videos and stuff that you guys will really enjoy uh, so be sure to check that out. Betty says, live streaming tip, cuss when the wind blows hard. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Betty. It is. Like Dieter said, sound is equal to pretty p- images. It is. Thank you, Catherine. We appreciate it. That's yeah. another thing I'm working on is, is viewer retention. That's like a hard thing to get to figure out, but we're getting there. Yeah. Now, question, Mark. Uh, do you think it's more important to actually play up to the camera itself or to just be yourself and take people fishing with you on your boat I or on the bank, either one? It, it's, it's, I think it's up to the individual. I think everybody has their, their, their own way of thinking, doing their, you know, just the way they are. Um, I'm trying to be myself for the most part of my video and, and, and add, you know, a little bit of, you know, funny maybe even considered super super cringy stuff but in a section but when it comes to the most of the video i, I, I want to be you know uh, uh, sincere uh try to be you know as as authentic as as i can uh for nobody else's sake except mine that right. that's how i'm going about it and then you know you got guys out there who love to play to the camera love to be showmen all of this more power to them you know it works there's a place for everybody in in the in in, in YouTube, um, I, I like to think, which is something that I've just started, you know, really starting to understand where there's room for one, there's room for all. Uh, if somebody else has something, there's no reason why you can't have it too. Go out there, you know, get your YouTube channel, do what you want to do, be as successful as you want to be, or, you know, be as expressive as you want to be. It's it, it really up to the individual. I mean, there's many I reasons guess, for being in YouTube, and, and I have my own, and people have theirs. Right, and I guess it comes down to what is your goals for YouTube. Yep. If you want a million subscribers or whatever, you know, what they say, you want to be a millionaire, hang with millionaires, 
you got to learn from these guys, but at the same time, don't lose yourself in it because people see fate. People don't like fate. And they will see through it, and they will once once in a while you'll start seeing, hey, man, he, he was making great videos, but I don't know what happened to him. I no longer see this person doing videos; it's somebody else doing it with his face on it. Uh, you know, I know mine will never be the million. I know mine; I'll be happy with a thousand is what I got. But I, my stuff, I like to keep it like you're standing behind me on the boat. That's the way I want it to feel. I want it to feel like I've got my family with me on the boat. And uh, some people like it. Some people don't because it ain't real technical. Uh, but I have fun. And that's, I think that comes down to all of it. Lyle and Mark is, are you having fun? Because if you don't have fun, you're going to get burnt out. And you're going to get burnt out quick. You know, you know, Peter is one of the guys that probably works as hard at it as anybody I know. But that... Yeah. He, he's in that industry. I mean, for what he does on YouTube compared to what he does professionally is probably a lot easier. But he puts a lot of time and a lot of effort into making his stuff look just like he wants it. And it shows. Now, me, me not so much. You know, and, and that's why we do what we do on here because it's live. And if I make a mistake, you just have to forgive me for it. And if you don't, it's okay. Hey, a lot of that makes good film, though. The mistakes makes good film. Well, you know what? We'll forgive you. We'll forgive you. James Dockery might not. James, nah, he'll Dockery. get over it. James Dockery is married to a heck of a lady to put up with him all these years. Katie <laughs> just had a birthday, by the way. Want to wish her happy birthday? Happy I birthday, yes. everybody's. But I know she's put up with James for a long time. And uh, I don't know how she does it, but she's a saint of a woman for doing it. I'll, I'll give her that. <laughs> yeah, Chunky hey, I think we all an are. awesome live stream. And absolutely. And Chunky is in here. And El Stan, I'm glad to know. I, I sent him a message and to check to see how he's doing. And, and I think he's getting along pretty good with his operation on his knee. Uh, her, don't want him to overdo it. I know he's going to be doing physical therapy for a while, and we're anxious for him to get back out and do his videos and stuff. But, dude, them doctors will tell you when it's okay and when it's safe for you to do that. Please don't rush it, tear something loose where you got to go back and have it worked on before or before, have it worked on again because I've been through that and it sucks. So uh, get get to doing what you have to do. And we'll wait for you, my man. Chunky, I got an idea for you. You need to get yourself some interns. You can sit in your chair, and you can just tell them what to do and have them hang right. you around when there's a fish on. There you go. Keep the water stream going and keep taking care of yourself. Dieter says it's harder doing YouTubes because he don't have a crew to help him. <laughs> <laughs> Solo on the boat fishing filming is a challenging and editing. The creative control is much better on his fishing channel well i can see that because when he's working uh running a camera for espn or, or nascar or whoever it might be he's running a camera somebody else is doing all the other stuff so i can kind of see that too yeah and how many times mark do you think that you're filming and you hit it but your camera was already filming and you turned the camera off for the good <laughs> shot and it was running for the bad shots 
I got three videos on there now that I kind of worked my way around that very situation right there. It so, happens all the time. So when that happens, Mark, do you have any choice words while you're sitting there trying to do the editing? I do. If you notice that some of the cuss words that I do let slip, I actually have a bait clicker sound effect to, to, to block it out. <laughs> and in a couple of parts of my video, it sounds like the actual bait clicker is going off. And people are like, oh, why is he grabbing a rod? I've been told. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it works. Maybe it doesn't. But I'm going to keep with it. There you go. That's uh, hilarious, man. <laughs> yeah, I guess it would be pretty cool to have somebody do all the filming so they could actually get the great shots for you. But, you know, that uh, most of us ain't that lucky. Speaking of that, you know, Hagen Grubbs love his channel. That Landon that does all his videotaping, now he's starting to get in front of the camera a little bit. You get to see how awesome yeah. that little kid is. He's got oh, the yeah. facial expressions. He's got the attitude. He's going to steal that channel from his dad. By the end of this year, his dad will be doing the filming, and Landon will be doing the fishing. And that's okay. That's yes. okay. I'm, 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 I'm betting Hagen will think it's okay, too. I, I think he will, too. They're, they're do some amazing stuff. Hagen hasn't been in the uh, video industry very long. I've been doing YouTube very long, and he has escalated. I mean, jumped yeah. way up really fast really fast he does a great job landon yes. is, is his his bud his son they fish together they film together they break down together and they get through it together you can't ask for a better deal than that i like that hey. channel a lot i like them I, I just watched his last video where he showed how to do bumping guess what i'm ready to try next <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah, i've been bumping for years and years and years and the only person that i know of that might like doing it more than me would be Mike Greenwell. And I'm not sure he does. He just uh -huh. gets to do it more of it than I do here lately. But, uh -huh. uh, man, I, I have been on the boat with countless people showing them how to do it. They've Other people have showed them how to do it. And there's guys out there that shows people how to do it that should never be allowed to show people because they tell people wrong and they get into bad habit. It's a lot harder to break somebody of doing it wrong than it is to teach them how to do it right. Absolutely. Yeah. Agreed. So that uh now when you out there, like you said, you write down and you try to you try to pretty much catch fish and do things to what you're wanting the film to go towards, the video to go towards. Uh -huh. But now, do you ever go out there and just let the fish tell you how the video is going to be done or what it's going to show as far as your header and your, you know, your your right. name of your video? You kind of let nature dictate that I do. or you pretty much try to stick to a script? I, I definitely do. The, when I say I've been doing a little bit of writing, that that's pretty much for like intros and outros and, you know, just that whole part of it. The rest of the video, I let the day pretty much tell me what, what it should be, you know, try to capture the feeling of that day. What happened if it was a crappy day raining, I'm going to, you know, try to, you know, highlight that whole deal. Uh, like the loneliness of that big, uh, being out there catching that big flathead. I tried to get out that on there. It was really a weird day. It was, you know, exhaustion, being out there alone. Um, the excitement, the adrenaline, just not having enough left to, to be there. Everything from the you know the silly ten year old cuss words that I have in there, I, I tried to let that talk for itself. I right. actually have like three different versions of that video that I came up with, and uh, I didn't like any of them except this one. This one came out 
okay. It's not perfect. I enjoyed it a lot. It, it, it got across. I could have nipped and tucked a little bit here and there, but it's still early in, in you know, in, in my YouTube adventure. So we'll get better as time goes. See, I like fishing by myself, but the bad thing with it is, like you said, you caught that big fish and you go, yeah, yeah. Who do I share this with? <laughs> here's, a, here's a funny story. I uh, Last year, my personal best uh, flathead uh, ended up being uh, 35 pounds. That fish I caught in the like at 1 o'clock in the afternoon in front of a packed bar on the Fox River. The whole outside was packed. Everybody was there. About 60 people saw me catch this fish. So I guess that spot was blown. And when I put that fish back in the water, everybody gave me a standing ovation. If I could have got that on video, it would have been fantastic. Absolutely. But I, that's exactly how I felt. I was like, I am the king of the world. As ridiculous as it sounds, it's a pretty good feeling. Makes you come back more. Yeah. But it's a funny story. I was so blown away. I was like, what the hell? Everybody's cheering for him. I have my own little cheering section. Hey, uh, speaking of Hagen Grubb, he is in chat. Hagen, welcome to Hagen. chat. We're sure glad to have you. We've been having quite the conversation, unless you've been listening to it. Uh, Never bad. I, I have invited Hagen on, and I don't remember. I think he said he didn't have the internet connection to do it, but maybe we get him and Landon on one of these days when we're out and about or catch them where they got good phone service or something and and do a show with them. I think that would would really be a lot of fun. And and uh, uh, Hagen, you keep up doing what you're doing because you you've turned into a hell of a success. And we're all so very proud of what you and Landon are doing. And we get to see Landon grow up. That's that's, that's one right, of the yeah. unique things about YouTube. You know, I like watching Wyatt life, watching Ryder and him grow up, and then get to meet him except through. Uh, <laughs> Her name Sarah show and getting to watch him kids grow up on video and you know Hagen and all the rest of them to have their kids on there. Dieter and Grayson. That, yeah, yeah, Grayson and Team Wampus Cast got his yeah. he bring his kids and stuff in there. Absolutely. Getting to watch these kids grow up into a sport that we know is going to be carried on. They got the right people teaching them the right way, the conservationist way to save the big fish for future generations. I, I applaud all of you. Absolutely. It can, you know what? In this day and age, seeing, you know, families like that gives me hope. Oh, yes. Yeah. I don't know yes, how sir. else to put it. I do not know how else to put it. Now, Hagen, we were talking very well about you. Actually, I was. So, I remember the first time I seen him, he had about 89 subscribers. And I went ahead wow. and uh, – I, I shared him up because I thought this guy's going places. He he was even his earlier videos. You can tell that he had a knack for that and bringing that young and in like that. He had a knack. I thought this guy's going places. He's sharing up great content for future generations for his son. You know, we don't know what tomorrow holds, and we're sharing memories, guys. That's we right. are sharing memories. Uh, well, we're benefiting know. from the memories that Hagen and Landon and, and Wampus and Dieter and all them guys yes. are sharing with their children. We're reaping the benefits from that yes, right sorry. now. And we've got them guys to look forward to as we get to, to the point where, where we don't get out and fish or we're not able to. We'll have those youngsters to, to look forward to seeing them yep. for years to come because they're being taught correctly right now. 
that and bringing this community together. All the guys that come to the tournament, they had never met before. Right. They right. added back and forth, but actually had never shook hands. Now, don't get me wrong. We froze our freaking tails off out there. Not everybody caught me. But everybody had a good time. They had a blast. And, you know, next year's going to be even better. We got some, actually got some help with doing some things. So, and I got some stuff planned if this COVID junk will go away. It's going to back up. I've got some stuff planned that hopefully it's going to be a whole weekend and event. I have a feeling as soon as this election's over, you'll be done with COVID. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I really do. Mark, I've got one question. I know we're running over an hour, and if you have to go, I'm sorry, but we've got I don't you. have to go anywhere. It's good, because we're going we're gonna to get you while we got you. There uh, you go. We have talked several times about Madison, Wisconsin. Heck, yeah. That is a fabulous place to fish. Anybody that's not been up to Mendota and Cherokee Lakes, if you like trophy and I used I don't never say trophy because I've been warned from conservation from nine different conservation departments is to not call fish trophy fish because all that does is shove you back further on the burner because they don't want trophy waters. Call right. it breeding size fish, you'll get more accomplished. But that has that is as of right now the best channel cat fishery I personally has ever been to. And you and I and a couple of other people's ace and some of the other guys have talked about putting together a get together up there in Madison, Wisconsin for next spring. Uh, May is the time that they right before they go on the nest where you can catch those 15, 20, 25 pound channel cat and bigger. My biggest was a 29.9, just shy of 30 pound, a giant channel cat. Got me shaking, Lyle. Cindy caught four in 30 minutes. It was over 20. Four oh, in 30 right. minutes, over 20. Now, I'm telling you, if we can put the can, – can we make this happen? I, I, I'll do everything I can to try. I know a bunch of guys that want to go up there. Uh, send hooks, I'm sure. Look at him. He's already says, let's go. We can get a bunch of guys out of chat to show up. I, I think we can make it happen. I'll meet somewhere, find a place to go. We can reach out. I'll have you reach out to Captain Greg. I'm sure he'll be happy to. I know Greg would like to go. Jerry, I can't pronounce Jerry's last name. It starts with an H. He lives right there in Madison. Uh He's always been a good guy to help us out like that. There's a place to camp in a city park down there for those that camp. Perfect. And uh, you can cook and carry on. Cindy and I don't camp any longer. We're a little past that. But we, man, I'm telling you. That is that a place. It's a long drive for me. It's not so long for you guys. But if you if enough of us can get together and make this happen, I'm telling you, if you ever caught a 20-pound channel cat in two foot of water, it is an experience you will never forget ever. I I, I got a 10-pounder this weekend on my little uh, ice rod. That thing was a blast. That thing, I thing, I thought it was going to wreck my wrist. It was pulling so darn hard and shaking so hard. You know? <laughs> yeah, channel cats are a blast to catch. I, I, I blues that was a lot bigger that didn't fight as hard as them. But just little yeah, maniac. That's why they, oh, yeah. They're, I look at them, they're like, I don't know, that's like a 15, 20-pound trout. You know how a trout flail all over the place? Little stalkers? 
channel cats are the same way with a lot more mass behind them, so they're just as that, fun. That's to right, and and those fish that we caught up there was black. Their whiskers was that long. Dang. And they, I caught one. That big one I caught was up on its tail, walking across. There is no bass that could ever made a pimple on that fish's butt. I'm yep. telling you, we didn't have video stuff. This was several years ago when this happened. I would give Jerry, Cindy, I still, you spelled it out, but I can't pronounce it. But he lives up there, and Jerry, I'm sure, would be interested in getting together with a bunch of us. And and I've got a good friend of mine. Hockenhausen. Uh, how, what is it? Hockenhausen. Hockenhausen. That could very well be. He's a super nice guy. He catches a lot of fish up there. I was, I was actually, Cindy and I was in our boat. And, and we was going across Cherokee Lake, and Troy Hansen and Bobby Vargas flagged us down. I thought they was having boat trouble, actually. So we went over to see what it was, and they had six or eight, ten inches of water in the boat. It had been pouring down rain. They'd been fishing all morning, and instead of throwing them back, they had them fish, and they swimming around inside the bottom of Bobby's or Troy's boat. <laughs> and, and, and they didn't want to throw them out. He said nobody would believe how many fish they caught unless they seen them and we seen them and they were swimming around them guys had their pant legs rolled up to past their knees and they was laughing and carried on and the whole trip was like that. uh it was a blast and i know chris my buddy out in indiana he will probably show up up there uh jingle son it, it i just think it'd be a fun time and for people that always dreamed of catching a trophy channel cat that's your that's place that's the place. Yeah. I've heard nothing but good things from that place from everybody from, you know, Jonathan over to Hooked, Ryan out in the chat room. Yeah. Uh, Eric B., he does real well out there. My buddy Tony went out there. I know a bunch of other guys that will uh, – a bunch of other guys that that will be happy to go. we got to get some of these uh, southern YouTubers to come on up for that. Oh, catch yeah. I think channels. Ace lives pretty close up there. And, and, Ace uh, does, yep. Huh? Ace lives pretty close up there, not too far. Probably just as far from north of there as I am south of there. So Okay. Well, like I say, if we can get this put together, he said, let's put. I'll tell you what, my, my father, we can my father is watching this. Probably my father's watching this right now. Dad, you're coming with me next year. Oh, okay, yeah. What you say? I'll get a text as soon as this is over. Oh, yeah. That is Dad, James. Catching it 20 pounds, I would be ruined. <laughs> I, I, I'd go broke flying back and forth up there to catch you in 20-pound channels. I'm telling you guys, that's uh. – I'm telling you. John – or Josh Monarch says he's four and a half hours away. Ace is two hours away. I think – we drove all night to get up there, all night. Left left uh, before, before the sun went down and got there when the sun was up. No, I'll take that back. That was when we went to uh, Grand Forks, fished that tournament up there. But uh, it's a long ways, but I'm telling you, it, it, there's that's the best channel catfishing I've ever done. And, and I've fished the Red River, but I've not ever been to the Red River in Canada. That's a, uh, a bucket one. list for Cindy and I. We want to go up there and spend a week up there sometime. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to wait until I get my shoulder repaired before I do that. Because them guys in three or four days catching four or five thousand pounds of fish. Dang right. 
That's, a, right. that's a lot of channel cat, man. That is a lot of channel cats. <laughs> I'd have to strap a two before to my daggum back to keep me upright after all that. <laughs> well, what you do is you got people like Cindy that just don't mind reeling them in, and when you get tired or you get sore, you let them do it a while till you catch back up. <laughs> there you go. Tag team. <laughs> David Martin said that I need to go to Lake Road. He is here in North Carolina. Said they got some big ones there. And Dieter asked a question a little while ago about the tournament. The tournament's going to be April, I think, the 18th of 2021. So that question. April 18th. I got, I'm, we didn't make the tournament this fall that we planned or this summer. We planned on making it out there. So Cindy and I will try to make it out there for that. I. I got to get on that East Coast. I got to get out there. And, I'd and, like to uh, try that too. Is that for your tournament? Yes, it's my yeah, tournament. It's for the tournament. Yeah, you know, that's YouTube. another reason why I wanted to get into YouTube so I can make that tournament maybe next year. I think that'd be a Honestly, blast. Honestly, I think it'd be a blast. We'd and I, you know, and I've always since day one when I had the first tournament is that I'm hoping that other people say Chris Flores down in New Mexico, somebody out on the West Coast. And somebody up way up north could actually start doing some some more of these YouTube tournaments, not in my name, but in their own name. But because that's a long travel from the West Coast to the East Coast and from New Mexico over to North Carolina. But do it in the same thing with the live feed program where everybody will be pro, will be live during the tournament to give each other that exposure and actually show the world what we do that's right you know you know be on your p's and q's when the camera's rolling because you never know who's watching you never know who's watching and that that young kid that's watching it for the first time he might be the one that either makes or breaks our industry you just don't know squirrel we're gonna make it out there i'm telling you it's gonna happen we get cindy and i make make north carolina south carolina you guys ain't never gonna be the same after we're done I hear you. bring it on <laughs> that's all the way i always felt about it how about you mark yep yep i i'm i, I went down to fish with avid at this meet and greet on uh, uh last year i got deathly sick didn't get to fish as much as i want and i'm going back this month i'm ready to go back so i have a feeling that every place else i go is going to end up being the same way my dance Evan, card is filling up quick. Evan, if you're talking about Mendota, Mendota is in Madison. It's actually the Madison. lake is right on Madison, right in Madison, Wisconsin. Yep. I'm right. Mendota. Yeah. Oh, I It'd don't know nice. about Mendota, Illinois. No, it's Mendota. It's Mendota. I, oh. I messaged him to tell him that we were going to do Mendota in the spring. Oh, okay. Yeah. I hear you. Okay. But I think more people are do a lot of these meet and greets and stuff like that. You don't have to have a live show to do that. Just a meet and greet and bring people together just to have fun. Yep. One thing about going to Mendota, um, make sure that you have plenty of bluegill. Cut bluegill in chunks about that big, about one inch square. That's all you need. And uh, they, Ken and some and uh, Jerry and them was bringing. Uh, bluegill in and splitting them up against everybody that was up there the last time the time we was up there uh 300 bluegill at a time wow and divide them up against all of us because they knew that we would all traveled 
none of us from around there, we wouldn't be able to get bait. And they would, I don't know how they was getting it. Don't know where they was getting it. I'm sure it was out of somebody's farm pond. Um, but they supplied the bait. So we'd all have to work out a deal to where we all had plenty of bait because the way them fish bite in that lake, you go through a lot of bluegill. <laughs> I think I, I think I can bring a cooler full. We'll see what I can do. Yeah, we had we was getting them live, and and Betty Jean and and all these guys that that live in Tennessee and Kentucky and further south even than that. You never seen nothing like them two lakes as far as channel cat fishing. I promise you, uh, it's it's an amazing fishery, and. Nobody up there eats them. Very few people eat them. They don't. Most of them are all returned back to the water, even from the local folks. Um, they can. They don't consider them table fare up there because of walleye and crappie and stuff. Yep. And I'm okay with that because that's the reason those fish are like they are in empty lakes. I see that that shallow water channel cats. I'd be throwing big brim heads and free liner. <laughs> You'd probably do all right with that too. There was there was no rhyme or reason to, to stop them. If if you had bait on a hook, it didn't take very long. You had act. I mean, it just it's the way it is. And channel cats, they don't waste no time finding bait. No, nope. they don't. They're they just don't. a machine. You know, yeah, I'm telling you. Machine. Well, you know, they're they're in well, I know at least on the river they're in competition with bigger channel cats and the flatheads. So they just hit and run. They're yep. in this frenzy. They just want to grab what they can and get out of the way before they get in the way, you know. I know something else I wanted to ask you, Mark. I know you fish the Fox River. Are there blues in the Fox River? No. Not, right. not, I don't think there are any. I know all the way down to past Plainfield and Joliet, I don't believe there are any. I don't know. Maybe if you get closer to the Illinois River, but 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 I have no clue. Well, the Illinois River's got here. blues, but it don't have an abundance of them anymore. They've been they've been uh, uh, commercial fished out for the most part, I believe. Uh, oh, hang on. <laughs> he jumped, didn't he? He's in his garage, isn't he? <laughs> and that air compressor like scared me to death. That happens to be at like two in the morning while while I'm uh -huh. sleeping. Uh, <laughs> But another killer bait for them channel cats is them little old three to four inch little old brim. Yeah. But if they don't eat them, they'll kill them. Well, I'll tell you, for, for all you people that think that you're interested in doing a deal like that, uh, send us a message on Catfish Weekly or contact Mark or Ace or some of these guys, and, and let's see if we can't get it figured out. If we need to if we need to start a page on Facebook so we can put this together, then let's do it yep. because um, I promise you, if you ever want to catch a trophy uh, fish, Cindy says it's 531 miles. Now, you tell me that woman don't want to go to <laughs> – <laughs> But, you know, if, if you don't – if you ever thought about catching trophy channel cat, I promise you, it'll be a time you will never forget. I, I got to do better than 14 pounds. I don't think it'll be too difficult to do up there. It won't be up there, I don't. Jason says he's going. We got to get Betty and the whole Ohio crew to go and the Kentucky crew with uh, Chad and Norm, see if we can't get them to come up. Betty, that, be a lot of fun. that air compressor kicked on. I just about crapped myself. I wasn't <laughs> ready for that. 
Man, I thought I had that off. I, I, actually, the plug-in for it went bad, and I replaced the plug-in, and I turned it on today to let it let it run, make sure I had it, and forgot to shut it off. What happened? <laughs> yeah, that, that got me. Start a page. Okay, we'll, I'll work on that either tonight or tomorrow morning, and uh, we'll post a link up uh, to do it. But Chad and Dee and James and Katie. You know what? You need to pick up Dockery on the way there and film that whole road trip. Film that whole road trip. That would be awesome. It'd be YouTube gold. I'd abuse him all the way up there. But you automobiles. James and Katie and Chad and Dee and Betty and and uh, Brandon and James, if you could make it up there and all the people that watch the shows that ever wanted to catch a trophy channel cat, I'm telling you, uh, most of you, most of you will will find 14, 15 pound channel cat uh, large. That's a big channel cat That's for almost anybody, and they're common up there. So it's it's a blast. It, it, it just is. It's a lot of fun. And uh, I'm, I like catching channel cat anyhow. And when you and me and Ace and three or four of us got to talking about it here a few weeks ago, uh, it hasn't left my mind, Mark. It's been in my mind ever since. So, uh, yeah, if we can make this this work out together, Roger says I'd love it. Yes, you would. I promise you. And, and, and Roger, um, I know you will have your boat fixed before then, but even if you didn't, a good trolling motor and some batteries – Cherokee is very shallow. That's where they go to spawn. That's why I say may, uh, but you could get almost all over that lake with a trolling motor without running your, your batteries down because it's uh, now, now Mendota is different. It's, it's a bigger lake and it's a lot deeper lake, but you don't have to go very far when they're spawning in that two and three foot of water up there. And there's some deeper water, but not a whole lot, but um it's it's amazing. It it, it is. Yeah, I, I we'll get a page mate. We'll try to work that out. I just want to bring admin. I'll help any way I can. That'd be great. I think we'll all have a great time. Channel cats fight you all the way to the boat. They fight you in the boat, and they fight you to let them go out of the boat. Yeah, they'll stab you with them pectoral. <laughs> I got stabbed. I dropped like an eight pound channel cat while I was trying to get a good picture of it. Right. I went to reach for it. I caught a, 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 the top spine right between my fingers. It went in like half an inch. Oh, that's the only time I've ever been stabbed by a channel cat, and it never hurt so bad. And it I got it on video. We'll see if I can yeah. it. Yeah, they stay sore for a long time. I'd, I never – I forgot what Dieter said. Um, Cindy's fish behind me. No, but she's caught them bigger than that fish. <laughs> um <laughs> Dieter got one in his hand, and he had to actually cut it off with oh, uh, a pair of, of rig wrap scissors. Oh. I remember him doing that, and uh, I've never had one where I had to go to the hospital and have it removed. I hope I never have to do that. But them them fins in you hurt now. It, it just hurt. yeah, they're extremely they strong forever. One other thing is I've had you know an infection in the hand like a week of antibiotics that was painful too yeah but that was from you know just flathead scratches one night 
Right. And that's what I was going to ask you. It seems like a flathead will infect your hands a lot worse than them channels and them blues. No, no. Now, a blue will tear your hand up worse, but it's something about that flathead. I don't know, man. My hands is like yours, man. It just got infected, this nasty. All the stuff, yeah. I don't know why. Bacterium stuff. I think it has to do a lot with how deep the. Uh, now this is my thinking. I, I could be wrong. A flathead won't make real deep cuts. It'll make little scratches. Your your body does. At least mine does. And I don't have the circulation in my hands. Doesn't have time to bleed out. Doesn't rinse the wound of the bacteria. Where a channel cat, when they bite you, that you're, you're going to draw blood. It'll come out. They're right. just little scrapes with a flathead enough to get infected and not kind of bleed itself clean. That's the only see, I always I wondered if it's because they're more sedentary than a blue, where a blue's always moving most of the time in a channel and a flat, he's more apt to be laid up in some leafy, mucky junk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. inside of debris and inside of structure, uh -huh. if that's got anything to do with it. All I know is that I had my left hand one time and it just, I couldn't get it to heal. I rinsed that thing. So I started carrying alcohol and peroxide on the boat with me. And once that, yeah, I, I cut him loose and washed my hands off. Then I'll pour that stuff on there and go ahead and rinse it and wash it down right then. Yeah. That's, that's true. Spray bottle from Walgreens with hydrogen peroxide I keep on the boat. Works great. Yep. Just yep. spray my hands down after I throw a fish in or whatever if I get scraped up and I haven't had a problem since. Yeah. Good yep. idea. Mark, wow, we've had a great show. We've had a great show. We're running on over an hour and a half, Mark. I can't thank you enough for being part of our show tonight. I've enjoyed having you on here immensely. It's been thank a you very much. And I can't wait for Mendota. Thank you, everybody, for watching. I appreciate the invite. I had a, a, a big a blast on here, and I look forward to seeing everybody else on here. I can't Absolutely. wait. Absolutely. We, we're going to do this again. Uh, yeah. You, I want you to enjoy your time doing the Avid show. Uh, looking forward to that. I think you'll enjoy it. Avid does a great job on Friday yes, nights. But um, if you, I've said this and I tell everybody this, and some of them look at me like I've got a turn green. But if you have a job, yeah, you have to do whatever you do to keep that job. So it was great of Avid. Uh, he has to take care of his his job, and it was great that you're able to stand in there and take help him take care of his his Friday night spot because. Spots are kind of hard to come by these days. So they are. I'm anxious for you to do that. And Avid uh, will be back in, uh, what is it, eight weeks he's going to be out, something eight like weeks. that. Yeah. So we're, we're, he'll stream um, when we're in uh, on the Cascascia. He'll stream that weekend, I believe. Uh, so I won't do it that week. But other than that, it'll be on my channel. I'll, I'll send out links and stuff for everybody's yeah. personal. Good. And I, I, I appreciate people watching and stuff. I appreciate the people. That Absolutely. Are going to be on the we'll, we'll be in there to watch with you. And, and I told you and Abbott both, uh, I'm not trying to get on the show every, uh, every Friday night. I'll help you any way I can. If you run into issues setting up or whatever like that, and I'm sure James will too. Uh, we just, we just want you to be successful and have it too. So, uh, uh good luck with that. that. Yep. Absolutely. I've got James. I got a couple other things here. One thing that I want to mention next Monday night on Catfish Weekly, we're going to have a guest in here that I get more requests for up until the night. Um, because I got a feeling we're going to get requests to have Mark back on here. Ted Ellensbecker is going to be on Catfish Weekly next Monday night and he's going to do a seminar 
on locating fish. And for those of you that know Ted or has watched our show when we've had him on before a couple of times, he is the most requested guy that we've ever had. And it'll be a great show. You'll learn more from Ted than most of the rest of us put together. He's extremely knowledgeable, very well-spoken, and he'll give you correct information, and you're going to love it. So Monday night, I'll get a I'll get a promo made up for that, but Ted will be on here the 7th. I believe that's next Monday night, isn't it? Yes, sir. And uh, you're going to love that, so you want to make sure you tune in for that. And uh, don't bring forget, pen and paper. Bring, yeah, that's right. And uh, – what we'll do is James and I'll start the show like we did tonight, and we'll get done with what we got to talk about. And we're just going to turn it over to Ted, and it'll be just like you're in a room with him, and he's doing one of his seminars. And uh, at the end of it, he'll do a Q&A. And just like tonight, if it goes over to an hour and a half or whatever it is, uh, he is such a valuable commodity, and it's kind of tough to get Ted Um We've been very fortunate to have him on here. He don't do seminars and shows with everyone. Um, he usually gets paid pretty good to do them, so this is not costing you a dime. All you got to do is watch Catfish Weekly, and we'd appreciate if you give us a thumbs up when you watch our shows. Like and subscribe and join our Facebook page. It means a lot to James and I. Check sure. your Catfish and Crappies pages and his YouTube videos. And while you're at it, give him a thumbs up and subscribe to him, too. Awesome. And all of the guys that's been posting stuff in chat, want to thank you guys for watching our show tonight. It's been awesome, Mark. Thanks again. Thank James, you. They just keep getting better, buddy. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. And I, I really enjoy it. And, guys, don't forget to go check out the auction so we can help these guys at the Honor Guard. I appreciate it. It's on my personal page, and I'm going to say God bless y'all guys. God bless America. Where else in the world can we do what we're doing right now? That's right. And real quick before I go, I'm going to auction off that hat. If you guys want to bid on it, I'll send out links to where it's going to be. Um, yep. I'm not expecting to make a fortune on it, but I do want to help with the cause. And I know everybody's been wanting a hat, so this is your chance to get a one of three that I don't even have. I think it's it'll be a good thing. Mark, would you get that figured out, post up? Where all that's going to be on our on our public page on Catfish Weekly. That way, we can get as many people uh, involved in that as we possibly can. Perfect. Thanks for yeah, watching. See you guys next Monday night. Thanks for see watching, you. everybody. Oh, I'll see you Wednesday night. Wednesday night, Patriot Catfish of America. Yep. Y'all have a blessed.